Hello, I'm Patrick Chavis, and I'm here with one of the creators of the Garage Theater Ensemble Theater Company, Lizzie McCabe. Welcome. How are Hi, you? Hi, how's it going? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. Really good. Oh, well, let's, uh, let's get to these questions. Why did you guys choose the name Garage Ensemble Theater? There's actually a Garage Theater in Long Beach, and they've been putting on shows since 2001. So we did take that into consideration um, after we kind of came to a consensus on the name. Um, we decided that, you know, uh, we're based out of Anaheim. Um, they're based out of Long Beach. We, the, and I think that it's the actual space that they have that's called the Garage Theater, um, which is awesome. But we wanted to kind of maintain the name that we had chosen because um, the whole premise of our company is that we are eventually going to put productions up in the garage, the three-car garage in our house. So we wanted to kind of maintain the name Garage Theater uh, Ensemble. And we threw the ensemble in there as well to kind of like delineate between the two. Um, I'm actually a Titan graduate. I graduated in 2008. So I, I, and I saw that there's a lot of uh, Cal State floating graduates in this uh, theater company and stuff like that. How do you, uh, how did Cal, your education at Cal State Fullerton kind of affect um, creating this theater company? So uh, myself and Matt Mullen and Katie Peterson are all graduates of Cal State Fullerton's um, directing program, theatrical directing program. Mm -hmm. um, and that the foundation of where we kind of like came, where all of this came to fruition, came from what we learned in the directing program at Cal State Fullerton. They have an amazing theater arts department. Um, we were able to, that's actually also where like most of our actors come from. So we're very much like a, like a Cal State Fullerton, but also Fullerton College because Matt and myself and Tony Sanchez, who's the other founding member of um, Garage Theater Ensemble, all went to Fullerton College. So we kind of draw most of our, um, we draw, we kind of draw all of our knowledge, more or less, from Fullerton College and Cal State Fullerton, but we also draw a lot of our connections from there. So, um, so yeah, go Titans, who's <laughs> doing, doing good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, is there ever in the future maybe something you'd want to, you're doing it in Anaheim now but is there every any time in the future you might do something in Fullerton in the city of Fullerton uh yeah, like more or less so um we're kind of on the cusp we're on the border of Placentia and Anaheim um and right now the only space that we have available to us is our house we don't have a lot of um financial resources we don't have like um, a, we don't have an outside space to accommodate what we're doing. And so as of right now, we more than likely will be staying in Anaheim and doing productions in-house. Um, however, we are super open to collaborating. Like our whole, one of our values that the company was founded on is collaboration and it's in our mission it's in our vision and we are incredibly open to collaborating with other theater companies we've already been collaborating with a production company with on our um we have a feature film coming out in the fall and we've been working with uh, our friends over at uh, sprouting studio to kind of work on that we've done some work with a lot of different theater artists actually from all over the world um via our playwrights intensive so you know we kind of have a little bit of a global reach already, but mostly on pretty much only online. Um, so 
So yeah, we're going to be staying as far as like in-person events, we will more than likely be staying in Anaheim. However, we are completely open to branching out as well. Um, whose idea was it to um, do plays in a garage? Um, it sounds so much like the, uh, well, not theater, but the music world when, you know, in like the 1960s, they had a lot of garage bands, like they couldn't afford to play music in studios. So where did they go? They just played their music in garages and recorded it and stuff like that. It sounds very similar in a way to kind of what you guys are doing. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's pretty much identical to that. You know, um, we have, we, when we sat down um, during the pandemic, cause this was founded, we founded actually um, tomorrow. So today's August 31st and tomorrow is September 1st and tomorrow will be the one year anniversary of our company's launch. Um, so you know, a year ago, a year and a half ago, when we were sitting down talking about this idea, we sat here and we went, okay, what are the resources available to us? What do we physically have right now that we can put together, like all of our resources, put them together and, and what can we use? And the house that we live in, like I said, like has a three car garage. And so we were like, okay, we need a space. I personally um, had a production before the pandemic hit. Um, I was uh, directing a production of A Streetcar Named Desire at Santa Ana City College. And I had to rehearse in my garage because they didn't have a rehearsal space available for me on campus. And so I already had kind of been using the garage as a theatrical space. And I was like, I'm basically putting on a production in the garage anyways, sans like the technical things and um, and like obvious like set pieces and things like that. But I was like, if we do like minimal tech and minimal, minimal sets, we can produce some really excellent gritty grassroots theater in this space. Um, and, you know, myself and Tony and Matt and Katie had all been throwing it around for a really long time. And so it just made sense that when we were starting our theater company, that's kind of the idea that we, that we latched onto. So. I think it's brilliant. I think it's, I think it's great. And I hope, I hope like this idea like sprouts and we're, and this is not like something that's just, uh, something small, but something that's happens a lot more where we're, we're finding, we're going into people's garages and, and getting to see more and more shows. I think that's, it just, to me, it sounds amazing. It sounds like an amazing thing. I think it, I really think it's going to be something that we're seeing more often, you know, the, because of the way that the pandemic just kind of eviscerated like live theater and live productions and live entertainment in general. Yeah. I think that this new, because I, I have a lot of um, colleagues and friends and artists from all over the place that are kind of taking control of their own opportunities and creating things like garage theater. I mean, uh, you know, the Voice of OC just did a, um, an article on four brand new theater companies that sprouted up in during the pandemic. And, you know, it, it's like, I think we're going to be coming into kind of like an artistic or like theatrical renaissance where, you know, all of the old ways of doing things, like those things will still exist, but I definitely think we're going to start to embrace like newer ways, more resourceful ways, less expensive ways of doing things. And um, I think that it's great because 
the less expensive theater becomes, the more accessible it becomes to people that, you know, can't, you know, not everybody can go see Hamilton. Not everybody can go, you know, uh, be a season ticket holder with, uh, with a large uh, regional theater, but somebody can come and see improv in my garage for five bucks. Like that is, those are kind of the ideals and like the things that we're trying to embrace with this company is one of them is accessibility because we want to create theater for people like us that are broke and can't afford those big, those big, huge tickets. Um, so, yeah. I see that you're taking submissions from all over the world. Are there plans to create or put out works that cover more of the issues and drama from our area, from this area, from the Anaheim, Fullerton, Orange County area? So um, our playwrights intensive, so what, kind of what you're touching on is um, we have our garage door playwrights intensive, which is a program where we open up submissions um, and they're completely open. There's no like geographical um, restriction to it because it's an online program where we invite playwrights to send us their brand new unproduced original work. We take a look at it and then we decide out of all the submissions that we get, you know, we pick three and then we, over the course of three weeks, workshop um, those pieces with a director, with the playwright and with actors and then put on a Zoom reading for them at the end of the week. Um, I'm really glad that you brought this up actually because tomorrow we're opening submissions or September 1st, we're opening submissions through September 14th um, for our second round of um, playwrights intensives. So uh, we're really excited about that. As far as like the issues that um, we're touching on, we, we aren't really limiting ourselves. We have done all kinds. So we did six brand new original works in our playwrights intensives in um, last November and this past March. And there was all sorts of like themes and ideas and issues and stuff that we touched on with the pieces that we chose. Um, you know, and because we get pieces from all over the world, like we get so many different perspectives on a lot of different issues that are plaguing different kinds of people because we accept play submissions from all genders, all races, all age groups, um, you know, all just all kinds of different identities. And, and actually we encourage people of, you know, differing ideals and um, differing identities. And like, we want like a diverse group of plays to choose from so that we can kind of join this, uh, you know, movement to bring disenfranchised voices to the front. Um, but as far as like the issues that are plaguing Fullerton and Anaheim and Orange County and things like that, uh, we haven't really delved quite so deep into like specific issues to this area. However, we are um, with our feature film, Carmelita Park, that's going to be released this fall. Um, we delve into kind of some like more localized issues. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a script about uh, drug addiction and abuse and just uh, mental health and all of those kinds of things. And so that I think is something that can be applied pretty much anywhere, but definitely to the Orange County area as well. That was, that's very interesting that you guys are also doing a film as well. 
Um, how how was the you guys? It sounds like you guys are mostly in the theater realm with your education and stuff like that. How was the transition from your 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 knowledge of theater to instead of doing theater, actually creating a feature film like with cameras and all? That must have been a a, a learning curve somewhere. It was definitely a learning curve. Um, like I mean, like you just said, we're all primarily theater artists. Um, it was definitely a learning curve and we took a script and that was originally for the stage and actually um, made a film adaptation of it. So it is like a little, We I will say that we just watched a, our first rough cut of it today. Um, Sprout Studio finished, uh, has like more or less um, been working so hard and editing it and they sent us a rough cut this week and so we just watched it and it actually translates very well to the screen um, but we definitely the collaboration aspect of our company definitely came into play with that because our friends over at Sprout and Studio really really helped us out and you know there because there was such a wide learning curve they kind of took us under their wing and showed us because they're a production company they do film stuff all the time and so they they really helped us out and helped us figure out how to navigate those things that you know translate differently from the stage to film um so i'm really excited about uh being able to you know premiere this film because i think it's going to be a really great thing for both you know, people who are big with film, people who are big with theater, and just like people in general, I think it's going to be a really great project for people to come and watch. And um, it, it's it's in really good shape right now. So we're very excited about it. Nice, nice. Um, so from what I'm getting from you, uh, this is mostly uh, um, a theater company that's going to work with new works. Um, will you guys also do works that have already like uh, more popular stuff too or was, was that ever in the cards or no you're sticking to new works and creating new material I think right now there's so many companies out there that have the resources and the ability and the desire to do plays that and musicals and you know stuff that's been published and already been produced our theater company is here to give a voice to the work that hasn't had those opportunities. Um, you know, we all four of us have a background in working with original plays. And um, one of our founders, so two of our founders, actually, Matt and Tony, um, Matt, a few years ago, wrote a script, a, a play called Sentences, and Tony produced it at Fullerton College's Playwrights Festival as a staged reading and then took it on and produced it as a full-fledged stage production in their director's festival and then took it all the way to Hollywood Fringe and produced it at the Hollywood Fringe Festival. And so, um, you know, I myself have a very uh, distinct background. I've worked with a lot of new playwrights. I've done a lot of staged readings of new works. I've done fully staged productions of new works so it just makes sense for us to go in that direction um and you never know like we've had some incredible scripts sent our way and we have worked with some incredible playwrights in the last year that you know were brought to us via our playwrights intensive and we're hoping that we get a similar response this year 
I know that because the world has kind of opened back up again, people are going to be a little bit busier. So it might be a little bit tougher, but I still think that we're going to get a really great like pool of, um, we're going to get a really great pool of material to choose from. And the world needs to see new work. All of this old stuff is so tired. It's, it's great and people love it. And, you know, everybody wants to go see their favorite musical, but there's place, there's, there's theaters that are producing those things. So why would we also do that? You know, Um, it just makes sense for us to, since we're such a grassroots company anyways, it makes sense for us to pursue new work and give the underdogs a chance. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I kind of heard what you heard a little bit. You were saying that, um, do you think you got uh, more submissions because because of the pandemic, because people, more people were at home and stuff like that as opposed to working? I definitely think that the pandemic had a factor in it. Although, who's to say, you know, this is our second year doing it. So maybe we'll get even more submissions this year now that we have an established program. Like we were brand new and people decided to take a chance on us. And so now that I'm hoping that, you know, now I'm hoping that because we had good experiences with playwrights and because we have an established program that has a track record, people will come forward and submit their works in in droves in the same way that they did last year but we'll just have to see I think a lot of people had the extra time to be submitting their pieces and wanted to see their work produced so but I don't think that that desire has changed I think that people are just I know myself personally I'm very very busy because I'm working full-time again whereas last year I was not working at all so it really I think it really is just going to depend but I don't I don't we have short so we have cut our submission um, period in half um, just because last year we got over 300 plays and this year we are hoping that cutting it in half will either inspire people to submit sooner or reduce the number of pieces that we have because we go through all of them we read every single submission that comes our way and it just is a lot of time and effort. So uh, hopefully yeah. people who are already and yeah, people who are already anticipating us having this program come back around again will have work ready that they can send our way in the shortened amount of time that we've put up this year. So uh, thank you for coming. Uh, I, I just one last question. How can we keep up with you guys? And um, when's your when's your next project coming out so we can get people over there to come see it? So uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Garage Theater Ensemble. We also have a website that you guys can check out. It's uh, ensemble.com. All of the information, is, it's pretty up to date. Um, you know, all of the information about all of our programs is on there. You guys can send us an email, ensemble at gmail.com. If you have any questions or inquiries about, you know, how to work with us or anything like that, um, we're there's only four of us, you know, we're not a very big company. So if you send an email to, to the grad theater email, you're probably going to get a response from either myself or Katie or Matt or Tony. <laughs> it's going to be one of us. It's not going to be like a robot or like an intern or anything. So, um, so yeah, or you can just DM us on Instagram. Uh, as far as like what we have coming up, we actually just closed some uh, team submissions for uh, this experimental new improv program that we're doing. Um, it's called Garage Arena. It's a two-person improv competition. Um, we have five awesome improv teams that we're going to be showcasing. Uh, it's on October 9th. Ticket details will be coming out soon, but you for sure are going to want to follow us on Instagram to make sure that you um, 
are going to be able to get the notification when we do post about ticketing information because because we have such a small space seating is going to be very very limited so um so yeah that that's kind of what we have going on obviously um i told you about carmelita park we have that coming up as well um in the fall so just follow our instagram it, it's pretty up to date and that is going to give you all the information that you need about what's going on with us what i will say patrick is that as things i know that you know the the cases are spiking and COVID again and things like that and it's probably going to be that way for at least the next year year and a half until we can kind of get it under control what i will say is support independent artists um support live theater please go see shows if your friend posts about a zoom show that they're doing watch it you know it's it's been a tough year for everyone uh, in the theater world <laughs> yeah. and we are grateful that you know we had the means to be able to create a company that we can like do things through but not everybody has that opportunity um so yeah just support life theater um when it comes your way please it's it's it, it, it'll be well appreciated 